around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Everybody, welcome to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon's with me for the next two hours. We will uh, talk sports with you. Uh, well guested today. Lots to get to. Dylan Montz, the quarterback, spoke yesterday in Ames. Uh, so we'll hear from Dylan Montz. He'll recap the uh, opportunities that he had uh, with some of the uh, quarterbacks, the coaching staff, etc. Uh, from Ames yesterday afternoon, get the latest on Iowa State football because that's what it's come to. Trent, basketball season is over. We've got spring football and um, spring football uh, here coming up. <laughs> ah, it's not that bad. Uh, Matt Rudy's going to stop on by at 1240. He is in Augusta. Uh, we will get the latest on the Masters. Phil and Tiger playing a practice round today, which I'm certainly, I'm guessing, got most people's attention. And most of the people that were at the golf course for a practice round today are following that twosome. And why wouldn't you? Uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, Bill Bender is going to be here. We'll cover a variety of topics with Bill, uh, including um, a television Topic. He had an opportunity to speak with the producer, I want to say, or the director of the um, Penn State special, Joe Pa, that's coming out ah. this weekend on HBO. Pacino, right? Is played plays Joe Al Pacino. Pa? Yes, I, uh, I heard an interview with him talking a little bit about the part. Very have you seen much of it? I mean, is just, there any highlights? Yeah, uh, just just a couple not highlights, of highlights, previews. I guess. Yes, yeah, the trailer. Trailer. That's yes. the right word. Watched uh, an extended three minute trailer of it. Does yeah. it look good? It does. It does. And. I've heard good reviews from it to this point. So HBO is really good at these things. I yeah. mean, uh, ESPN 30 for 30s are good, but mm -hmm. HBO, I think, is right there with them. And we got the Andre the Giant documentary coming up. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm not a wrestling guy, uh -huh. but I'm looking forward to that. I was a wrestling guy when Andre the Giant Were was you? a thing. I was in elementary yeah, school. Maybe more so. I don't know if I was. I'm not a seven-year-old man like Jim Brinson who still watches every Monday night. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's, There's a lot of people that you. I know that are fans of this thing. You look at me. Wow, really? You still? I know. Yes. Right? Not. Don't get over it. No. But uh, yeah. Hey, everybody has their that thing. One? That's not too far away. I think it's like in uh, the next week, something like that. So, it might, in fact, it might be the Saturday after this coming Saturday with the uh, the Joe Pa one. So good. Yeah. Can't wait. Yes. Uh, because the Masters, uh, the third round coverage will be over at that point. Right. You'll be looking for a little something to watch. At least that's uh, where it'll be at my house. Uh, and then uh, Andrew Logue's going to chime in here on a number of topics, as he always does. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have uh, Randy Wayho for, from the iCubs in here. Uh, this is pretty significant. I kind of think it maybe snuck up on some people. Um, that all summer long going to celebrate 50 years of minor league baseball mm -hmm. in our fine city here of Des Moines. I wasn't around for the Oaks, obviously. Um, I think I was in Des Moines for two days in 1989. Um, I'd, I'd been a, I don't want to call yourself a resident after two days, but <laughs> right. it turned out to be one, right? But two days, I got to the ballpark very early in my Iowa uh, tenure, I guess, and mm -hmm. uh, made it down. I was at the old ballpark for the first time. Really? Yes, the old ballpark. So, same spot? Yep, exact Sa same spot. Same location. Yep. Backstop, same place. So, did they the raise it? Did is it well, just see, been now, renovations? No, I think it. I think. See, I was in Denver when they when they went to the when they built the new one. So I don't know how they knocked down the original, and maybe sure. Randy Wayhofer will shed some light yes, on that tomorrow. Yes. Uh, but that's tomorrow. We'll 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 save those stories for tomorrow. Let's get into the tournament from last night, Trent. 
you know, we kind of were proven right that it was a blowout. But mm-hmm. you know what? Even though there was really no intrigue, unless you bet the total. <laughs> <laughs> that came down to the wire. <laughs> come down to the wire. Um, there was it, it was it was a one-sided affair, yet, you know what? I never got to the point where I'm thinking, oh, God, this is boring. Right. No, not at all. It, it was entertaining even mm-hmm. in a blowout. Mm-hmm. And DiVincenzo was a big part of that. And he's not a starter. Think he's not a starter. Let, that, let that sink in. He's a kid that was ranked about 90th coming out of high school. Was he really? And yeah. his first year, did he? He missed he the entire year, right? Yeah, he, due to injury. Yes, they they but they've had other guys. You know, Bridges injury yeah. was a part of it, but right. it kind of got laid in their ear. And well, we'll just shut him down. Mm-hmm. Bikel Bridges, DiCenzo. Now Spellman had to redshirt because of. He transferred like seventh grade. It was something stupid last Is year that, that right? Spellman yeah. had to sit out. I mean, it was probably in high school, but regardless, Boy, it was, he's going to be a load, isn't he? Oh, he already is. Yes, and and and, and that's the thing where so Brunson's a lot of people's national player of the year. Mm-hmm. wasn't very good last night. No, well, foul trouble, foul trouble, part yep. of it. Yep. But he was four thirteen, had two assists, I think mm-hmm. it was. But you know the one basket to me that I'll that I won't forget, and I think it was, it wasn't a wave the white flag, but it just. They were in. They were in Michigan's head right at the end of the half. I mean, when they rolled the ball up, mm-hmm. and I never understood that. I, mean, I hate that about basketball. <laughs> go, go, go! Get on them, right? Yeah, or at least yeah. pretend you're going to make them pick the damn ball up. Yes. But then he picks it up, takes two steps, and buries the three. Now there was no more scoring in the half mm-hmm. after that. But they wanted the two for one, and yes. uh, it just kind of. It just they're just well coached, Trent. They are. It's not just X's and O's, and it's fun watching them on the offensive end. They share the basketball well, and. You know, play the way that us old guys want to see. Mm-hmm. You share the ball. It's not all about individual. And it's not endless high screens, and that's all it is. And then guys go in and pick and roll. It is ball movement. And they throw the ball out. They do. Often. Yes. But then you couple that on the defensive end. They can switch everything. Uh-huh. And and I'm going to localize this here in a moment. Okay. Uh, because they Jay Wright has built a team where basically everybody on the floor can guard almost any position. Now, there's going to be localize mismatches. Are uh, you going to take us to Iowa City to localize it? Well, that that's what Fran McCaffrey has said from the get-go he wants to have. He hasn't come close to doing it, uh-huh. but this is the style that Fran McCaffrey has tried for. Has got it, but that's. I think this is what he would love to see his team be. Now, Jay Wright can actually get his team to buy on the defensive end. It's not about, well, we're really good when we have that Woodbury back there, but outside of that... Were awful defensively, and I just—they don't have stars. They don't have. But you mentioned DiVincenzo comes off the bench in twenty-eight. That what he ended up with? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Must have missed that last three-pointer. He's probably looking at Twitter at the time. It it was. They're a great team, and and it's the 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 question that I had for you yesterday. Now that it has culminated with the title, where does this program rank? This three-year run. Spellman, if he's healthy last year, they lose to Wisconsin. It was Nigel Hayes go baseline and get that bucket. No. I don't even think it's a game at that point. No, I don't either. I mean, we're, we're talking yeah. at least a team into the second weekend and, and, Trent, and probably this, more. These guys are coming back next year. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I guess there's, there was some talk that DiVincenzo now has to at least take a look at the next level. but And he's a redshirt sophomore, so he's been in college for three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see it. I mean, no, I, I don't no. see it. He's good athlete, really yeah, good, good athlete. athlete, and was filling it up, but normally mm-hmm. doesn't shoot quite like that. But yeah, 
And, you and get look, a free Gill- look, might Gillespie's, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Gillespie's a freshman. Oh, he's going to be so annoying. Isn't he? Isn't he? I, I like him, and I'm already annoyed by him. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, i got to watch this guy three more years. Flip yeah, on they, a game against Providence on uh, Fox Sports 1. And, yeah. Oh, they, Fox Sports, where you'll find him. <laughs> There's Gillespie again, hitting yeah. the three and John a little right. bit. He's a little punk. I love him. Uh, you know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, Michigan was overwhelmed last night. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. were overwhelmed last night. But look at the year that they had, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to go back too far. I don't think anybody expected Michigan to get this far. No. I mean, when when did Michigan start to become a thing in their own conference, for crying out loud? Late in the year. Late in the year, right? Mm-hmm. In January, they weren't a thing. No. Nope. This wasn't going to be the team that's got the best chance to go as far as they can. No, that was Purdue, or that mm-hmm. was Michigan State, or maybe Ohio State, but but not not Michigan. And then they got on a roll, and you know they win the Big Ten tournament, and, and off they go. They It was... Early in the game, what was it, 21-14, right? Wagner got off to such a terrific oh start. Was he good? He really was, and then they took him out of the game. He needed a blow. They went a long time without uh, – they blew right through a television timeout for a couple of minutes. They couldn't <laughs> get a whistle, and, and his, he was just dragging. But they took Michigan out of their game and did so by just – by just taking them off, they frustrated the hell out of them, Trent. Yes. I mean, you saw the double technicals, right? You saw Wagner mm-hmm. going, you know, he, he was just, he was out of sync at that point. Had a couple of uh, choice words that you can see voiced mm-hmm. on the other TBS cameras. They're just too good. Yeah, too they're, good. they're too good. And Michigan, hey, they found the right side of the bracket. They did. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. If, I agree. If they run it, I mean, they, they didn't have to beat anybody better than a six seed to get to the championship game. Yeah, think about that, it's man. an unheard of path. It's never happened before mm-hmm. where you don't have to take on a top five seed on your way to a championship. Mm-hmm. And they did. What was, there, was it Houston? Houston uh, was a been, six. That, that would have been their yeah. most difficult game to this point, was it? Yeah. For Michigan. Scoring wise? It was Montana, yeah. Houston, Texas A&M. And they blew them out. Florida State. Tough game. Loyola. Yeah. Tough game. And, and conversely, uh, Villanova's Average margin of win, wasn't it like 18? 17.7. There you go. Second highest of all time. North Carolina of 2009, the only one higher. They were a pretty good team. That was team. a really good team. Yeah. Uh, Roy Boy's first title there in Carolina. Mm-hmm. But they, they're they dominant. They covered every game. 6-0 and oh against the spread. <laughs> yeah. If anyone would have that. Yes, yes, yes. You hop on that trade. Uh-huh. That's the other. I didn't have to hedge the whole tournament. No, I, I didn't free. worry about it. I, I just never did. I did take a taste on and Saturday. You, and for those of you on Kansas this, did, money line, did you? Yes. Um, if you if you've missed any part of it, you just knew the show. What Trent had Villanova twenty two to one in the future. I told everybody way back November tenth. I did my season predictions. I put it on Twitter. I said it here mm-hmm, on the show. Mm-hmm. I threw it out there twenty two to one at the time. There are some books that had it at twenty eight to one at the time. Ooh. And uh, yeah, don't be greedy. You're happy with twenty two. I am very happy with twenty two to one. So uh, listen to me college basketball don't listen to the rest of my predictions from the year because they though didn't listen to that one though and i'll take that one i'm sure to my grave got it well before anybody else rightly so trent yeah. rightly so i had the louisville uh louisville at what did i get at 30 to 1 or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and i get to keep that money nobody's asking for that one back right <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the michigan louisville your money is not vacated no it's not the, the, the title is but uh, i don't have to go back and give that dough back um Top 25 next year? You already ready for it? Yeah, you know, everybody's got that out, right? There were a couple of shockers to me when I was going through, and they're pretty much all So you really actually... Oh, yeah, I've clipped on probably five of them Have already. you really? Last night and into today. There's yeah. no bracket out yet, is there? 
I'm sure somebody Lenardi does. Lenardi got one? No, no, though this week he's supposed to. Palm says he's uh, hibernating for a month. Good for him. Yes, he, he'll... Actually, you know what? He can take the whole year off, Jerry. I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> but, uh, We're not going to miss you. Yeah. I wonder, if Shelby, if he's going to be working on anything Shelby does. Good. I remember when we had him on last year when we were on TV, and we, uh, I, I, I didn't know that he did, and I said, you're not one of those guys. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. Might, <laughs> might as well. Are we going to see a local team involved next year? Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. Now, this far? Right, no. right, right. No, will, will there be a local team in the tournament next year? There's two. Two? Yes. Well, Iowa State. Yes. Hawks get it figured out. Really? Too much much talent there. Too much talent. Really? Yes. Yes. Even without Tyler Cook? No, he's playing. Okay. He's coming back. So that is with Tyler Cook back in the fold. If they've got this year's roster plus the additions that they're going to bring in, Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Then they will make a turn. They will make the tournament. The Big Ten's not going to be very good next year. It wasn't very good this year. No, that's true. It's not going to be very good next year. Now the top was good. Yeah. Yeah. Purdue was good. Michigan State was okay. Talented. Michigan, as we found out, was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They. They. Penn were... State. Penn State's going to be good next year if they get all their guys. Tony Carr's hired an agent. Oh, he did. Yes. Ah, that's and Penn State. I mean, isn't that the epitome of Penn State basketball? I, I missed that. When did he do Yesterday, that? Yesterday, late in the afternoon, it? I think it was. Probably got lost in the shuffle. With well, I was in the dentist chair. Oh, of that's right. Yeah. And you're in here talking. Oh, Trent, I'm a trooper. I was expecting the phone call this morning <laughs> or a text this morning. Yeah. Hey, can you cover? Can you, can you do it? You're, you're in here smiling ear you know, to ear. I went into this thing absolutely in fear for my life. <laughs> I know you did. A root canal. You didn't want to leave yesterday. I didn't. I, didn't. I mean, normally it, it is. I mean, your your feet are out the Good door. Good afternoon. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's buzzing around the studio around me. He's putting out his coat the slowly. to, you know, va- vacuum the studio. <laughs> what is going on? But I had a root canal, and, and it didn't even hurt. I told you. It's nothing. I but, told but, you, Villanova, and I told you the root canal yeah, wouldn't hurt. But okay. That's two for true. two. You were. But when root canal's the... the um, the punchline and the joke. Yes. Right? Yeah. I'm thinking the worst. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad at all. No. And the bad part is they found another one. Ooh. That doesn't hurt my mouth. It hurts my pocketbook. Yeah. As bad as it. These things are cheap. No, no. They, oh, my God. There's a lot of work that is done to make it so it doesn't hurt, I'm sure. Right oh, back in the day, no I'm sure question. it did. But now, a lot of medication. Yeah. And I did again. And then the, the best part is, is they have this. It's like a rubber. I don't know what you'd call it piece of real hard rubber that props your mouth open. Mm-hmm. I'm not even, my mouth's not even sore from being open today yeah. because anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need to get a dentist on. You know what? I've got mm, one. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. We are going to talk Iowa State football with Dylan Monsk. I'm sure Dylan feels the same way that uh, the Cyclones basketball team will be a participant next year. Look, it, it'll be a disappointment if they're not. Trent, mm-hmm. Yes. If they're not. That that is where the expectation level is for that program mm-hmm. this year. All right, it was a down year. Yeah, everybody rebuilding. knew that going in. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Even though everybody knew it going in, there were still some moments. Those victories mm-hmm. over what their three top twenty victories, all of them at home. Yeah, didn't win a game on the road. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you'd rather win in front of your fan base, right? Yeah. Let let them leave Hilton a couple of three times this year feeling pretty good about a down year, and they did. Now, Kansas City stunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to take over that town, Hilton South, and they will again next year. Big 12 will be good again next year. I think so, too. And the now, other— see Brown hired—no, did, Brown didn't hire an agent at K-State. He did not. He's— okay. 
He's kicking the tires but didn't hire an agent. They're going to have a ton back. Mm -hmm. Kansas is a lot of people's preseason number one, Mm -hmm. regardless of who decides to leave out of that group. Mm -hmm. K-State got better at the end of the year. If if Newman decides to go, then, well, they got a five-star guard coming in that will just replace him. You know, and I think he probably will because he his his, from February on, he started to be like the guy – that they when he transferred in. Well, that Mississippi State thought they were going to get as a McDonald's All American. They're like, absolutely, this guy isn't very good. No, for a McDonald's no. All American, and the light bulb has come on. So I'm with you. I think he moves on. Kansas is going to be really good. Iowa State. It's going to be a year where you look across the landscape and mm-hmm. getting to 12 and six is going to be incredibly difficult mm-hmm. in that league. You know what else is going to be really well, good? Carter Carter graduated, so that's good news. But they have a ton. Yeah, of guys Kanade's coming back. Yes, and he can protect the rim as well as anybody in college basketball, for my money. And the MVC is going to be really good again next year. Remember but how what good does that they mean, were? though, Trent? I think a, a realistic opportunity to have multiple teams, where it, it's right. not going to be just. Say Loyola wins it again, and uh-huh. they're sixteen and two. If they get upset, and, and they should be, be good two. again next year too, because they lose a couple of kids. Richardson graduates, and one other. Yeah, but I don't know if he's a real. I can't. Six of their top eight are back. Gotcha. And they welcome in a top one hundred player. Plus, you couple so that. So does Northern Iowa. Yes, but I think Illinois State's going to be really good. They return basically everybody. Southern Illinois, who was the two seed, remember, returns uh-huh. basically everybody from last year's team. It's going to be a really good conference. They had a good non-conference last year. Mm-hmm. Probably have to take another step. And and for you and I, is it cover your eyes on Forest Avenue? Oh boy! Oof. I mean, two and sixteen might be a realistic possibility. NBC is going to be good. We're going to be talking about multiple teams, at least with the chance going into March. Hope you're right. We're going to be talking to Dylan Mons when we come back. Uh, we'll talk Iowa State football with Dylan. It's the Ken Miller Show. Matt Rudy live. We go to Augusta here coming up in about 20 minutes. Look forward to that. Get our master's preview with Matt Rudy from Golf Digest, senior writer at Golf Digest. It's a busy first hour of the program. We're here until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515-309-9507. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. 
Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business? Nimble business? Dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business. UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small really is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-649-9377 to find out more. UMA, the phone your small business deserves. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Texas Roadhouse will be hosting their annual luncheon benefiting Special Olympics Iowa on Thursday, April the 5th at participating locations throughout the state. Come anytime between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to join Special Olympics for a free lunch served by local law enforcement. The organization and officers just ask that you make a donation to Special Olympics when you stop in. Lunch includes pulled pork, a side roll, and a choice of tea, pop, or water. Texas Roadhouse is a longtime partner of Special Olympics Iowa. All donations made during the luncheon will go to support athletes with intellectual disabilities disabilities in Iowa. Participating locations include Ames, Urbandale, Cedar Rapids, Cedar Falls, Coralville, Davenport, Sioux City, Council Bluffs, and Dubuque. Bring the entire family for a tasty meal and great atmosphere, all in support of Special Olympics Iowa. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian restaurant baseball is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans kevin the flag guy here we love baseball at heartland flags go reds we know what the flag means and so do you the classic pinstripes the simple w or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team baseball is back and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you until uh, 2 o'clock here today. Uh, As promised, let's talk some Iowa State football. Spring football continues on. Uh, the uh, media had a couple of opportunities yesterday to talk to some players and some coaches. Dylan Montz was there. I know he was. He has 
figured out where to stand for these interviews so he gets the maximum FaceTime. Oh. Dave Sproul uh, was always really good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Dylan learned a thing or two from Sproul. He's okay. moved into the catbird seat. <laughs> uh, Dylan, uh, how are you? Trent and Ken. Is that purposely, you stake out that spot to get maximum exposure? Because it's working, Dylan. You know, it's weird. Every time I go into one of those things, I think, how can I avoid the camera? But I always seem to get pushed to the end and always find my way into the frame of somebody's shot. And with everybody shooting video these days, it's, if you're on the side, it's almost impossible to avoid that stuff. So I, every time I see my face scroll across where I just shake my head. But, yeah, it's it's not intentional, I'll say that. Well, does it make you at least dress up a little bit so you know you got got to dress a little nicer than maybe you normally would since you're going to be on camera? <laughs> I haven't I haven't thought about it a ton, but now that you put that in my head, maybe I will. I'll wear a button down or something nice to to be on there. So yeah, I don't know. I'll have to start changing my wardrobe maybe a little bit more. Uh, Zeb Nolan was part of a scrum yesterday. Were you a media scrum? Uh, were Were you part of it? I believe that you know since um, that would probably be now that he's you know, moving up as far as sophomore. Um, is this one of your first opportunities to talk to Nolan? Yeah, uh, I was there yesterday, and I'm actually just going through that audio right now myself. And uh, we got him a few times last year. Did you? I think we got him. Yeah, we got him during the fall, uh, maybe a couple times. And uh, once he started uh, that Baylor game, um, I think we got him the week leading up to that and uh, after the game. So we got him a few times last year, and he's a really interesting kid. And um, when he talks, it's, uh, he has a maturity about him that I think is really interesting for a young guy. So, yeah, it, it was kind of a, a continuation of that yesterday. You know, and, and one of the things I took away from that was just uh, and, and how genuinely uh, pleased he was that a guy that was, you know, he's going to uh, probably take playing time away from him. And Kyle Kempt was granted that eligibility. But by the sounds of things, uh, he welcomed that with open arms, his teammate getting one five, one more year. Right, that's what it really stood out to me, too, because obviously um, with the way things were shaking out, you know, Kyle had this great year last year, but he was on his way out and got a little taste of playing time. And you could go into the spring thinking, hey, you're, you're the guy now. You're going to go in as QB1, the guy that had more experience than everybody else. And then Kyle gets his sixth year. Um, and Zeb kind of told a story where they were both in the training room when it happened. And, you know, I think literally Kyle... Uh, I think he got a text or a call from Matt Campbell saying that he had he'd gotten it. And, um, you know, Zeb, when he found out, he went up to him and gave him a big bear hug. And, and you know, it sounds like those guys genuinely are close and, and they have this friendship. And, you know, it's, it's all, it sounds like it's all good from that standpoint. I'm sure it's tough because uh, you do want to be the guy at some point after mm-hmm. you've gotten a little bit of a taste of it. But um, I think really, and this goes for the entire team, they really – kind of embrace this open competition amongst all these positions. And I think quarterback still is that. And if I had a pencil on a starter, if they had a game tomorrow, it probably would be Kemp. But I truly think everybody is getting a a shake there at quarterback. Well, you mentioned everybody getting a shake here. It's a leg up, certainly, for Kemp. But it does feel like Nolan probably has more upside to his game. Do you think this is something that will go into the wire, go into August, and you know, we'll find out a week or two before the opener, or or is this something that might be determined before then, maybe before we get deep into camp? Yeah, I think they'll probably play out camp a little bit, and they might have kind of an idea in their in the back of their mind where 
uh, they they might lean Kemp just because of his experience last year, and uh, uh, you know, as as much as Zeb uh, was able to kind of get in and experience last year, you still lean the maturity and experience that Kemp has just because uh, he's been in college football for five or six years. So I think they probably would lean that way, and he might even just be penciled in as a starter, but. I think Zeb is going to have every opportunity to get in there too, and and eventually, um, you know, whether it's after a few games after the middle of the season, there's a possibility he could probably come in and, and be a guy that starts. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how they attack that. But I think right now they're probably just trying to split up everything as evenly as possible and get those guys as many quality reps as, as they can. Uh, one of the quarterbacks, Devin Moore, who's, you know, I mean, it it would have been. Not a medical miracle, but it was going to be tough for him to get back after tearing his ACL, what, the middle of August of last year. He's still not going to be ready until the fall yet. Had he been able to participate and have this spring, it would have been very beneficial for him. He's a big kid. He's 6'4", over 200 pounds. Um, it's a blow not to, for him to be able to go to spring through spring ball. And what does this do as far as going forward, do you think? Does this... Um, really crimp his opportunities to to maybe even stay at the quarterback position once he does get back on the field, Dylan? Yeah, I think he's probably a guy that they could consider flexing out in, into a tight end spot, although that, that room is kind of crowded, too, a little bit with Chase Allen and Dylan Sainer and Charlie Kowai, um, and even Sam Seen Buckner is a blocking tight end. So I, I think he's, he's going to stay in the quarterback's room for the foreseeable future, uh, maybe at, at least through uh, – I would, I'd probably even go as far as to say through this, through at least part of this season, he'll be in the quarterback's room. And really, I think the key for him is just to get fully cleared and, and be able to go through contact. But then you kind of know what you have with him because um, it happened so early in his career that he was never really able to get out there and show what he can do. And obviously, they like uh, his arm and, and those types of things. But uh, and he's a big kid, so that uh, he's kind of got that on his side. But really, it's just. A matter of getting him fully cleared, which it sounds like um, might not be until the summer. Um, so he's, he's out there right now and able to do some things, but not go through um, full live contact with pass rushes and things like that. So they've gotten a little glimpse, but the key for him is just to um, have his full skill set and have full opportunities available to him. Dylan in front of the quarterback position, the offensive line. I know uh, a week ago, I believe it was, he had an opportunity to talk to Jeff Myers, the offensive uh, line coach, the new O-line coach. Uh, that conversation sounds like they feel like they have a lot of depth there, eight guys that they feel confident with, and that doesn't even include Yudagu, who still isn't healthy. Update along that offensive line and now kind of plugging in those pieces when you feel confident with eight, nine guys. Yeah, I think uh, they're starting to get to that point that they envisioned with the offensive line in this rebuild. And obviously, uh, it's it's not a quick fix. You have to kind of go through this long process of the young guys you bring into the program. It starts with the influx of talent, and then it's getting those guys reps and getting them grown up a little bit. And now you have um, Bryce Meeker as a redshirt junior, Julian Jones as a redshirt junior, um, uh, Josh Kniffle is a, a true junior right now. So you got some older guys there um, that can kind of help bring along some of these younger guys. But I think right now from the sounds of it, they're really just kind of playing around with moving some guys to different spots. And it sounds like Julian DeJones even tried out at left guard a little bit. Mm. They brought in guys like Robert Hudson, um, Jacob Bolton, Colin Newell from Ames. has gotten in there and moved around a little bit on the left side and, and things of that nature. So, 
I think they're really just trying to find their best five guys right now to start with. Um, certainly those older guys will be in there in some form or fashion, but uh, it probably will depend on uh, some of those younger guys and what they're able to do and kind of what suits them best because those older guys can kind of play wherever need to be. Um, and that's the key overall is to bring in that versatility of the offensive line. Tom Manning talks about it all the time. But, um, obviously, Jeff Myers, that's a big part of what he believes too. So uh, I think they've, they've got a long way to go to figure out kind of who's going to be where, but um, they finally have a little bit more of a veteran presence and stability there. Uh, last thing for uh, Dylan Monts, Ames Tribune covers Iowa State, uh, spring football ongoing. Um, you know, even though they lose Lazard and Marty Murdoch had a nice senior season as well, I know you had an opportunity to visit with some uh, some of the receivers and the coaches there. Plenty of depth, plenty of talent remaining behind, Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, um, you're going to start with your big three with Keen Butler, uh, Matthew Eaton, and Deshante Jones. Those are guys that have been in there and gotten experience and um, can be plugged in a little bit, but there's a lot of guys behind them that, that could really emerge, and and you know some guys that aren't even getting talked about a ton right now um, could have some some big moments too. And Martin and Landon Makers are guys that have been brought up. Uh, Martin's uh, kind of a big body guy um, in the mold of an Eaton or a Lazard. Um, then you have some younger guys, like Tariq Milton, who's a retro freshman. It sounds like he's really impressed people and um, has an opportunity to get on the field quite a bit. And, um, Josh Johnson is another guy. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys right now that can plug in and fill a lot of different holes that, that those top three guys from last year left, which is obviously uh, you have to replace quite a bit there. But the key is they don't really drop off in depth so much, um, but they will have to have some of those guys um, step up, obviously, into bigger roles to kind of fill those targets and catches and in yards and things of that nature. We will uh, talk to you for a few minutes later on in the week. Get the latest on Iowa State football. Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com for Dylan Travis and the whole crew at the Ames Tribune. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune on Iowa State. We'll take a time out. You ready to go to Augusta? I'm not actually going. Well, but this this is as good as the it's real thing, right? Close as we'll get. Well, that's true. This year, anyway. For yes. you, you've got it on your list. I got a feeling you'll get there one day. One day, I'm hopeful. Uh, we will talk to Matt Rudy, senior writer, Golf Digest. Uh, Tiger just had a 30-minute media session, mm. joking with the reporters. Yeah, really loose. A different Tiger, a grateful Tiger that he's getting another opportunity, perhaps. That's a good thing. It is. You don't know what you got till you miss it, right? Till right. it's gone, right? Yeah. You really can miss it, and he has. Uh, we'll talk to Matt Rudy. We continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. 
Runny noses, time for a Target run. Stop by and fill your prescriptions at CVS Pharmacy at Target and earn a $5 Target coupon for 10 prescriptions filled. And while you're here, pick up a Kleenex 4-pack for $5.99. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Up to $50 in Target coupons annually. Not valid on certain prescriptions, including those purchased in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. Go to cvs.com slash extracare-target or the pharmacy for details. Prices may vary. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. I used to have a sweet tooth, had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service. With 24-7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Wouldn't you rather be healthy, energetic, and fit? I'm Dennis Black. Ten years ago, I developed a Texas-sized solution to America's health crisis. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. It's shocking how much energy I have. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877 877- 55 Texas. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help Help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. So I met Rudy tweet earlier today, Trent, from the, I guess, the media center, Master Square Garden, as he called it. Uh, not a bad place to spend uh, the next few days. Uh, you can follow Matt on Twitter, at Rudy Writer, W-R-I-T-E-R, Senior Writer, Golf Digest. And Matt joins us to talk golf, as he does and has for years when the majors roll around. Matt Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. This feels bigger than most Masters. <laughs> uh, and I, I understand why, but does it feel, you, you're there, does it feel different? Does it feel like this is a bigger event than even the Masters normally is this year? Well, I think there's a there's a really good dynamic at play, which is um, you've got Tiger not just back and playing, but playing pretty well. And then you have the, the guys that, sort of got the benefit of the last five, six years without Tiger being a serious force. They've had, they've had time to win tournaments and, and and become stars in their own right. So you have the new and the old, and, and you've got guys like Phil who are still doing it at age 47. And I think uh, we've talked about this a lot on, on your show. Uh, the, the best thing for the tour and the best thing for golf is when there's a mixture of storylines and you have familiar faces and, and, and new players and, and and you've got some uh, you've got and you've got some some controversy and friction and and all those things wrapped up together make for make make for a great week and I think all of us in this huge spaceship of a, of a press center are rooting for you know some mixture of that on Sunday you want Tiger to be around and and, and doing relevant stuff and you want uh, you know somebody who might not have done it before with a chance to tip him over that that would be a, that would be a wonderful start. It would be uh, one of the friction storylines that we had for a long stretch was Phil Tiger frosty relationship that they had. Now they're playing a practice round together today. What's what's going on? The old guys softening it. It feels like not only uh, did they play a practice round, Phil played a practice round in a dress shirt. That was wow. <laughs> wow. It, was, it was pretty interesting. Um, and and uh, I, I literally just walked out of the interview room where Tiger did his press conference, and and Tiger. Said it pretty well. I think when you're get into your 40s and you've been going head to head with somebody for 20 something years, I think you come to a place of understanding. And I'm certain that that's the same dynamic, for example, that Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer went through. You know, they they were butting heads for a long time and trying to beat each other's brains in, as you would if you're a mega competitor. And I think as time goes on, you start to 
you know, gain some appreciation for you know, the, the, the same opponent there across the, across the way from you. And I don't think anybody would call them the best of friends, but they, they certainly showed a lot more appreciation for each other today. And Tiger actually said that Phil had, had reached out to him when, when he was going through his physical problems with his back to, you know, to offer any help or guidance he could because Phil's had, you know, physical problems of his own with uh, psoriatic arthritis. And, and I think when you feel that, that kinship and that brotherhood of, of somebody that you're used to you know, butting heads with, that, that, that probably gives you some, uh, some warm feelings. And it was nice to see. I know the entire property you're tipped over in, in the direction where those two guys were, because I think if there's <laughs> 50,000 people there, 48,000 of them are around that time. Uh, Matthew Rudy, Golf Digest, at Rudy Writer on Twitter. Uh, author or co-author of 28 books on golf uh, is our guest. Well, and do you, did you sense that it apparently went about 30 minutes? Do you see a different Tiger, one that's a more, not taking what he, uh, his talents for granted prior to his injury, but grateful to be back and on this stage? Do you notice a different, more humble maybe Tiger Woods, Matt? Uh, I don't know about more humble. I think he's grateful to continue to be relevant. I think the, the hardest thing for any elite level athlete to do is accept the limitations of their physical, their physical mortality, if you will. And not, you know, not that they're going to die, but, but if, if you can't be the dominant figure anymore, the, the question then becomes, you know, do you stick around and change your approach to, to do it more on guile? Or, or, you know, can you, can you be content in that role where you're not the, the alpha competitor who's, you know, beating everybody's brains in, or, or I think in Tiger's case, you have someone who saw what that could have been like and, and actually saw what it could be like to not play at all, and all of a sudden he gets to come back and not only be relevant, but still swing 125 miles an hour and, 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 and be physically imposing. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. It, it is, and you, you mentioned this nature. Is there anything because he feels softer, uh, at, at least on the on the edges as we look in here, that that takes away that mystique of Tiger? Could that could that go hand in hand? Or if we see Tiger there on Sunday, is it still going to be what we've seen in the past? Other guys saying, "Up, oh boy, here here comes that guy again." I think the thing that's taken some of the mystique off Tiger is the fact that a lot of the great players, well, the last time Tiger was dominating to the extent that we all remember in the media, they weren't. I mean, they were in, the, in high school or middle school. I think there's there's a difference between hearing about it. Like, like we might have heard about what Jack Nicholas did or heard about what Ben Hogan did, there's a difference between hearing it and getting run over by it, like players, you know, Ernie Els or Davis Love, guys like that, who actually experienced what that intimidation would be like firsthand. So, I mean, do I think that there's going to be some, some uh, nervousness? For example, Tommy Fleetwood is playing with Tiger and, uh, on Thursday, and you know, is it, it going to be strange to, to, to look out and see tens of thousands of people in the gallery all heated up to, to see Tiger be great. That's that's certainly a, a different experience than a lot of players are, are used to, but I don't think Tommy Fleetwood's going to look at Tiger the man or Tiger the competitor and say, well, I, I you know if I play well, I can't beat him. I, I think that part isn't there anymore. It's, it's just the stuff that goes goes with Tiger Woods, the attention and the, the crowds and the, and the 
you know, the, the trampling effect, you know, people running ahead to, to watch different shots, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a couple of the other guys. Matt Rudy is our guest, uh, senior writer from Golf Digest. Uh, the, the, all the stars in the game are there, and, and most of them are playing exceptionally well right now. Spieth tuned up. I played very well in Houston this past weekend. We've seen Rory win a tournament. Maybe the one guy that, uh, in, in case, in, unless I miss one, Ricky Fowler kind of uh, not ha- putting together maybe the year. What about Fowler? Is he going to break through and win one of these green jackets? No, well, I think every time you see a list of somebody you're expecting to 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 have that breakthrough, he's he's on it, uh, and, I, and I think he's certainly capable. He's got great talent, uh, but but I think he probably also gets more attention because he's uh, fan friendly, media friendly. You know, he's he's got a great uh, a great presence. Social media, I, I think a lot of people root for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if you ask me, you know, do I think that you know Ricky Fowler is a better player than? For example, John Rahm or even Tommy Fleetwood. No, I would say no. I mean, th- those those are guys I put in the same category that one that one notch below the the usual suspects. You know, you've got someone like Rory McIlroy or Phil Mickelson or, or even Bubba Watson, players that have that have done it on the biggest stage, done it in majors, and done it multiple times. It, th- those guys have separated themselves from you know, some of the players I just described. Uh, I think. Fowler has expectations on him because he's American, because he's uh, in the public eye a lot. He's, he has a lot, you know, he's got a lot of commercials out there. He's mm-hmm. got a lot of exposure. And I think people people root for him and they want to see him win. And I think part of part of the territory with that is the pressure that comes from you know trying to do it. But if you ask me if I, if I was betting, would I bet on Ricky Fowler before I bet on Rom? I might put my money on Rom. Oh, interesting. All right, so. Is he your number one pick? Is it is it Rom, or do you have another guy taking the Tiger angle? I know he's the betting favorite, though. Some other guys are up there, seven, eight to one right now. Who's the guy? You get one pick. Who are you putting your money on? Well, I think Tiger's the betting favorite because the the, the bookies yes. are afraid of what happens if he wins. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, you know, that's where all the money's going. But I think the the the, the true betting favorite. You've got to say that Phil is right up there. I mean, Phil won, just won a big tournament. Rory McIlroy just had the best putting week of his entire career a couple of weeks ago, and that's a guy who, when he, you know, he's as good of a driver of the golf ball as you're ever going to find on this planet. So, if you're asking me favorites, I'm thinking that uh, Rory McIlroy and Phil Mickelson are the two guys right at the top of that list. And I, you know, if one of those two guys won it. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. What about Dustin Johnson, who had uh, he had to withdraw? Didn't he fall downstairs at the house he'd rented last yeah. year, and, and had to withdraw? He and he was wasn't he, and he was the favorite this time last year, was he not? He was playing exceptionally well. What about a guy like Dustin Johnson? Oh, there's no doubt. The 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 Dustin is in that category with Rory, you know, guys that are just long and straight. And, and if you can pick your your premium driving line on this golf course, I and mean, there's not there's not a bunch of Trash to hit out of you know, off the fairway, but you know, you're, you're going to get pristine lies pretty much wherever you hit it. However, if you're going to approach these greens in, in the right spot and leave yourself reasonable thirty putts, long and straight or long and where you intend to hit it is a big deal. And those two guys are the best in the business at that. And um, you know the, the, the trick for both of those guys, whether it's DJ or whether it's Rory, is, is, is hitting the, the, the delicate touch shots and, and putting and short game stuff that that you know, can, can cash in on those, those, those big tee shots. And um, I think the, the guys I was just talking about, you know, Rory and, and, and Phil, they've, they've shown more, you know, of a recent idea that they're in, 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 in prime short game slash putting feel. Dustin hasn't shown that in the last few weeks, but you know, you're still talking about a guy that, that 
outclassed the field at the U.S. Open a couple years ago, even when you add in those bogus penalty shots. So if Dustin's doing what he can do, he's going to be right up there. So uh, how would you rate Champions Dinner coming up? Uh, is that tonight? It is tonight, I think. Yeah. Sergio, I saw his menu on Twitter. You, what, what kind of grade are you giving Sergio what he's uh, going to be dealing? Well, if I got to eat it, I'd give it a high grade. Cause that, you know, <laughs> you know, Spanish rice and lobster, that'd be pretty great. Yeah. But my favorite story I heard is that Bubba Watson, before every Champions Dinner, goes out and eats a burrito because he's not sure if he's going to like the food. So I think that was my, that was my favorite story I heard today. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Matt, thank you. We will uh, recap it with you next uh, Monday. Hopefully your schedule allows you to find some uh, few minutes for us here in Des Moines. Thank you, Matt Rudy. Great, as always. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Good to talk to you. Matthew Rudy, follow him on Twitter, at Rudy Writer, at Rudy Writer on Twitter. Um, real, He's written 28 books on golf, co-written. Yeah. yeah. And he's really, really good. And a big uh, golf book coming out right now. Does he? Tiger. No, not. Oh, the Tiger book. Yeah, the Tiger that's, book. that's uh, causing some. Uh, the Tiger's camp's not real pleased with it, apparently. Well, he put parameters around it. He wanted to know not just who he, they were interviewing, but what questions they were asking the people that were interviewed. And they said, well, we're not going to tell you these things. We just want to interview you for the book. He said, no. He said, all right, we're writing the book this way then, without you. Well, he wouldn't be the first person that's had a book written about him without his uh, right. thumbs up towards it. You know what we never talked about? Well, we did at the end. You brought up Sergio and his dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, him and his wife just uh, became parents of a baby girl. Yeah, uh, it was great to see him win last year. I was, it was. I wanted to see him win a major. I kind of feel that way about Ricky Fowler now. Mm-hmm. Um, Garcia, did did he repeat? Do you think? I don't think so. I don't, I don't feel like. I, I think there's just too many guys on point right now. Mm-hmm. There, there are too many guys. Justin Thomas, we never mentioned him. He's one of the best in the world. I, I saw, in fact, uh, Brendan Porath, who we were going to have on later in the afternoon with Jimmy B. Yeah. Uh, he put him down as his favorite to win. It, it just, you can name Justin Rose, 15, Scott. 20 guys, it's realistically. Crazy. This tournament's so fun. It's going to be excellent. But th- I heard uh, yesterday was, uh, either yesterday or today was 86 degrees. Mm-hmm. Saturday's going to be high 30s. Whoa. <laughs> like 39, I think I saw for the, and again, we're Tuesday, and yeah, we've yeah. got five days. We're talking about weather. It can so change. Things can change. Uh, we are coming back with a 1 o'clock hour. Bill Bender, Sporting News at one fifteen. A variety of topics to touch on with Bill. Look forward to that. And then Andrew Logue will chime in here as we continue on. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're uh, Monday through Friday from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa, featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. 
Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. And now, an ad from Dad. Oh, yeah, just this one line, right? All right, here we go. Save money on car insurance when you... Huh? Oh, it's not? I thought that was the mic. This is the mic here. Okay. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Is that too close? Sorry. Well, I don't know where to stand. Nobody's told me where to stand. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. I'm Grant Langston, the new CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, you're probably tired of the lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and matches that never turn into dates. If that's you, it's time to try eHarmony. Dating apps of one kind or another have been around a long time, but at the end of the day, they're just virtual bars where no one ever buys you a drink. eHarmony's different. We're built to help you have a better relationship, and we do that with 17 years of research and experience eHarmony's gotten really good at bringing compatible people together. People that want the same things you do and are ready for a real relationship. Hey, it can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today and get a month free when you buy 